Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments, where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. Welcome everybody to the Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate Rico. What's going on, man? Oh, uh, same old shit, CJ. What's going on with you? Um, turkey hangover. <laughs> <laughs> that trip has been kick your ass. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Um, it's it is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I uh, hope you had a safe and Happy holiday with your family and didn't try to kill anybody because that's usually what seems to happen in holidays. Yeah, I, um, my Thanksgiving was sort of all over the place. Okay. Tell me about it because mine I was I pretty. I, well, I worked on Thanksgiving. Oh, well, that sucks. And, well, it was all right. I got time and a half for only four hours. That's not bad. Well, <sighs> yeah, over the so four hours. It was a like... real easy day. <coughs> excuse me um it was time and a half and you know most people are really already home uh so steph came and hung out with me at work and then we drove to my mother's about 25 30 minute drive from here so not the two hours that you had to like trek each direction <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. we didn't we were we were lucky in that aspect um but before that Steph and I had gotten sick from like a flu or a bug or something. Oh dear and God. It really, it really hit me hard. Like she was, you know, she was kind of burned through it pretty quickly. She was still achy and everything, but I was like getting worse and worse. Like I was shivering and shaking and, and sweating. And I definitely had a fever. Oh, and sucks. then we noticed that we had a leak, um, in our unit. And so we said, oh, fuck. So even though we were both fucking sick, me more than her, we still like climbed up on the roof on a ladder and like she went out and bought like tarps and sheets of plastic. And we tried to manipulate the where the flow of the rain was. It was pouring rain. So we're like doing this sick as shit in the fucking rain. I didn't um, think it rained in California. Like, I'm not even making a joke. Like, they say it never rains out there. No, no. California rains. I mean, Northern California rains a lot. Okay. Not as much as, like, Seattle or something or or England. Well, but, sure. yeah. That probably helped with the fires then, though, I would think. I actually, I think, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm pretty positive the fire is now, like, done. It's the out? Rain, yeah, I think it's out. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, but the drawback to that is that all the rain is poisonous. Poisonous. 
Yeah, because it's picking up all the ash oh. and all that other shit. Okay. So that's something that no one ever really fucking talks about. It's like, if there's a fire and then it rains, like, oh, yay, you know, stop the fire. But, like, don't drink the fucking rain. <laughs> like, don't well, stick your eyes. like, ah, rain. I and don't if, do you're, that anyway. if you have pets. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch that. Right? I don't usually do that anyway, but still. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, I don't know. I, I have this, like, I love the rain. So, like, there's this whole thing, like, hey, a puddle. And I jump into it, like, splash, splash, splash. <laughs> you um, are the world's biggest kid, and that makes you you, Rico. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but also, <laughs> on a serious thing, uh, people, like, when they let their pets out, like, oh, okay, now it's clear, and there's no smoke. They're not aware that, like, the, the poisonous rainwater is on their paws. So right. then, like, people, so they have to wipe the paws and everything. So, anyways, so we're out in the fucking, on the roof, in poison weather sick as shit trying to put tarps and sheets of plastic down to try and manipulate the flow so it doesn't leak in the uh, I, we don't even know where the fucking spot is so we just kind of like manipulated off the roof and did that for like 35 40 minutes and then uh seems like we stopped the leak like we're like okay it's a little bit of a drip but we think we got the, like the bad of it and right. we think it was just still water inside the roof and the ceiling. So that we thought that was just the drip that was still remnant. Uh, then I went to work. It was Thanksgiving. Then Steph and I went from uh, work to my mother's with sugar. We brought uh, her dog sugar. Okay. And that was that was interesting. Everyone loved sugar, and sugar loved everybody. But like, there was definitely more than one incident where sugar peed on the floor. Ah, gotcha. And it wasn't like the greatest of first impressions where it's like, you know, <laughs> like, hey, here's a new dog. And then it's like, oh, that, and, th- and then, you know, my mom and, and my stepfather were both, you know, totally understand. It's like, well, she's an old dog. She's excited. It's a new environment. So she's going to pee everywhere. Right. But we right. took out, we took her out all the time. Like, it was like we were constantly taking her out. And yet she was still peeing inside as well as outside as well as shitting outside as well as shitting. Well, she don't think she shat inside, but that's not the point. Right. So then when we came back, uh, I went upstairs to help my dad with the computer while Steph came inside. And then she called me and she's like, you need to come down right now. I'm like, Oh shit. I got on stairs and we had stuffed a blanket up in the corner up up against the ceiling so it was on top of this what where the leak was near yeah right where the leak was but like up uh on top of a um on top of a bookcase okay so it was sort of wedged in and we had been doing that when there was a leak so it was soaking up in the towels and blankets and not on the floor and then we're we you know we were we went we've done laundry three times this past couple weeks just because of all the recycling of of all these towels and everything and all the stuff is getting moldy and smelly and rainy sure. and, and, and just gross. And there's a constant reason. Like, we did laundry till two in the morning last night. Oof. Yeah. I was up that late too, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. 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 Yours, yours was a little bit more, uh, important. Well, ours well, no, was important too. We were running no, like close. It wasn't even that. I'll tell you why after you're done your story, but it wasn't even what you were alluding to that I'm not going to talk about, but that wasn't why I was right. up that late. So That's why I was up so, at the butt crack of dawn this morning. <laughs> but that's, yeah. uh, 
Well, so we we had when we left for my mother's, we had forgotten that we left a a, a blanket up in that corner. Okay, because we're like, oh, the, the leak's done. No bother. Whatever. Fuck it. Let's just go. We, we didn't even look at it. We didn't think about it. We were just negligence on our part. So when we came back, what happened was the remaining moisture and the cold air and whatever soaked the blanket. And then from then it made its own leak because it was soaked. It was sort of hanging off the, right. off the bookcase. So it was like a part of it that was hanging. So all gravity just brought all this water down to one corner. And then that made a free fall leak even right. more powerful than the fucking rain. Oh, shit. So when we came back, it was like so much of our shit was soaked and like electronics. Like, luckily, my PS3 and her Xbox were fine, but it had dripped onto the lower shelves of the bookcase, which we had put like games and our systems on right. and uh, controllers. So her Xbox One controller, which was like a limited edition, what was it, stuff? A Gears of War limited edition uh, controller. Yeah. So actually, I, I thought it looked, I thought it was Baby A. It looks like fucking it's like orange and white. So I was like, oh, it's Baby A. No, it's not. Apparently not. <laughs> okay. Fair um, enough. That was soaked. So I immediately put that in a in a container of rice. Uh, a lot of my games and some of her games were soaked. Where like it somehow just got into the fucking case and like like warped all the um, paper the 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 designs of the of the games right. and everything right. so I have to clean the games but you know it's it's and we got really fucking lucky too because like it was on electrical equipment like a fucking uh, plug in um, like a, a power strip which was left on because right. we thought oh the leak's over yeah 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 so and Dino was in the room the entire time because we didn't want to leave him out in the rain. Sure. So, like, it could have been really fucking bad. He could have gotten electrocuted. We could right. have started a fire. Yeah. You know, so we, that was a rude awakening, uh, a rude um, a rude homecoming of just being like, okay. And then we kind of, like, panicked for, like, like an hour. And they just thought about it where the both trying to, like, rile each other up. Like, okay, it's okay. We didn't lose everything. We didn't really lose anything that important. We're going to, you know, if we have to replace your controller, we will. You know, the games aren't damaged. It's just the covers. You know, look, in retrospect, we got off very light. We, it could have yeah. been far worse. And that's the, that's the both the positive and negative thing about a lot of the shit that Steph and I have been dealing with the past, you know, month is that we are forced to drive just to try and find a silver lining each time, which I guess is the biggest step of being an adult. You're just like, okay, well, I may have broken my leg, but at least I still have my leg. Like yeah. shit like that. Yeah, we're just yeah, yeah. forced to like really be positive, and it works. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm the first to admit it. it I'm, I was always that fuck, fuck false positivity, but like it, it does <laughs> occasionally work. Yeah, it does occasionally work. You're right. So, so, but since then, we've had a very lingering moldy smell, and and I know it's affecting staff, and it's affecting her more than me. Um, right. So we're doing we're doing our best to try and clear the air out a little bit, and spray anti-moldy shit and did our laundry again last night so it's just it's I mean, a, it's an uphill battle but eventually we'll fucking make it to the top of the hill i i don't know what your finances are like right now but it may be worth investing in a small dehumidifier if you don't already have one in there i was we we talked about that even before we had like a leak problem yeah 
But like, what we have to do is we have to figure out this fucking plaster situation because the plaster yeah. is like crumbling, and like it's just ruined. Like we have to get a new fucking sheet of plaster and, and coat over it, and we're like looking up online how to like do it because allegedly my dad is going to sell this house. Right. Like that's something that he's been talking about doing for a couple of years. And now like, he's really like going to happen. So we're thinking, well, why do something expensive and long-term when we're all going to have to fucking vacate this in like a month and a half or two months. Right. Right. Which I'm sure Steph so, is thrilled about after having done the move. She just did. Well, I'm, I'm sure the good news is that there's not, there is, an eighth of the stuff in this room is less than what she had to move because she wasn't just moving for her mother. She was uh, right. she wasn't just moving for herself. She was moving for her mother. She was right. No, I'm know, just saying. Being, I, so I'm sure she would like to have had some downtime before having to make that plan again, even if it's not as intense. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, it's true. But what's really stressing us out is where we're going to move it to. Right. That's really what's driving crazy is. You know, money is a situation, but even if we were making a thousand dollars each a month, that's still not enough to fucking find a apartment with a first and last plus dog and cat. Like it's just it's just not gonna happen. Um, so we're we're gonna like call friends and be like, Hey, you need some tenants? Or hey, you want some roommates? Or right. hey, do you have like an in law unit? Blah blah blah. So it's we're probably gonna have to um bribe and and do everything i mean i at this point i'm so oh yeah we're we're just getting a little <laughs> desperate for everything we don't know what the we we don't know yet we're it's it's very much play by finding the right person for the job isn't easy just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist hello this is mickey marquee and you've reached the office of doug and associates <laughs> thank you very much catch me tuesday nights at the hotel johnson hello but if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. El todo sea por un beso deal. Ya soñabas con llegar a McDonald's, ordenar tus McNuggets y tu Big Mac de siempre. Con extra pepinillos, extra salsa especial, extra cebolla, porque tú eres así. Extra. Pero luego recuerdas que estás en una cuarta cita. Y quizá ordenar cebollas extra no sea la mejor movida. Hay un meal para cada cita en McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado por el app de McDonald's y llévate dos de tus favoritos, como McNuggets de 10 piezas y una Big Mac por solo 6 dólares. Precios y participación pueden variar. Producto individual a precio regular. Every day is a new day kind of thing. Right. No, I gotcha. That sucks, man. Well, I mean, it also gives you a chance to get that fresh start that I think you guys might... One anyway, just the timing's not great. That's all. The the timing's not great. I mean, that's the thing is that we are both dealing with such a situation where everyone else is jumping the gun before us and makes us have to play our hand yep. in a desperate way. I've been there before. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. You know, we're we're like, hey, we're safe. We're okay. We have time to like settle up, and then oh no, we're gonna sell the fucking house. Like, uh, thanks. Yeah, exactly. Like, that that kind of fucks us over, but okay, thank you. Well, how is Thanksgiving itself be, besides sugar, pissing, and shitting? <laughs> or uh, just pissing? Uh, I mean, Thanksgiving was fine. We we got there at like 7 o'clock, so Thanksgiving dinner was already over. Right. My mom, my mom had already had a couple uh, people over, and 
And so they were like digesting while we were like scarfing. Okay. And like then, you know, we just sort of talked and hung around and then uh, you know, they were they were very nice people. My mom and my stepfather Maxwell were gracious hosts and very they are very warm and accommodating people and very friendly and and then the next day we just fucking did nothing. Like we were just like we we need a break. Dude, we need a day I, off. Yeah. I hear you. Black Friday, if I could do that, would be that's how I would spend my Black Friday every year. If I could do it, because I fucking I didn't even, hate. I didn't Black want Friday. to go shopping. Yeah, I I hate Black Friday. I want actually I hate going anywhere near a mall between now and like the end of January. Like I just don't want to go anywhere near any shopping centers or malls. I just don't. I don't like going to the malls. Period. I was never a mall rat. I, I never understood the. I mean. As much as maybe that's one reason why I've always like not loved mall rats. It's just kind of like I never identified with it. Yeah, I for me it's not the being in the mall that I love about mall rats. It's the dynamic between um, TS and Brody. I had I had friendships like that. That's you know, and not about being in the mall, but just the dynamic between those two characters. Do you know what I mean? Like I what, had those friendships. Who were you? Uh, probably TS. I was gonna say yeah. you're you're more of a TS. I'm more of a Brody. If if oh, if we are those people, if we are, yeah, 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 yeah. But even like some other friends I had when I was in high school, I was a little bit of Brody, but it was more TS than I was. I was like a mixture of the two, you know. So yeah, but leaning leaning TS, if you will. So I think I was also like wishing I was in some ways as cool as like Ben Affleck's character. Oh no, he wasn't cool. He was an asshole. He is an asshole, but like that's sort of what made him cool. I mean, think about it, because everyone there's that whole fucking saying that girls love an asshole. Yeah. I mean, she clearly went for him because he's tall, he's good looking, he's got his own business. He well, just no, happened to be a real fucking prick. And she realized a, that. He was just a manager of the store. It wasn't his business. It was a like a chain store that he was a manager of. I thought he was the owner of it. Well, anyway, still, he's no, still I, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get though. Brody calls him proprietor, but look, Brody's vocabulary isn't the greatest. So I'm not certain he had the right well, word. Actually, his vocabulary is pretty fucking good. I mean, he's a Kevin Smith character. Most Kevin Smith characters have a really extensive vocabulary. Right. But sometimes they use it inappropriately and probably on purpose since it's a script. But they use the wrong words. And I've got the great vocabulary, but they don't know the de correct definitions of the words they use sometimes. That's that's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of where I would meant. But, well, I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. Mine mine was busy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great until I got back. That's, let's put it that way. Right, until you found the aftermath of the leak. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, mine was... So what was yours like? Mine was busy. We, um, we, I have cousins down just outside Washington, D.C., and we drive down there every year to visit them. And we usually go down the night before and, um, stay at a hotel because they don't have room for us to stay at their place, which is fine. I, I know that. Um, and even before Deb was in my life, I used to do this trip. So I've been going for like six years now, every year. And yeah. the first four years, because, yeah, it's only the, I guess it's seven years now with this year. 
So yeah, this year would be seven, and because three, this is Deb's third trip with me, but we've gone, I've gone seven times or so. Anyway, um, and I used to take a bottle of whiskey and my PlayStation three until they put out the four, and I would hook it up to the TV in the hotel room, and I would drink whiskey and play video games till I like passed out. <laughs> and it was like a I've little. It was a little mini vacation for me because I really couldn't afford vacations for a long time. So it kind of—I mean, I could afford the room for this trip, but I couldn't afford to like fly anywhere exciting and stay for a week or whatever, you know. So this gave me that like vacation feel without breaking the bank. So remind me who you were staying with. No, we stayed at a hotel. But you were visiting who? Oh, my cousin. My cousin that lives down oh, okay. there. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, the hotel, though, so I got to tell you what happened with the hotel this year. Nothing bad, but I got to tell you. So, we stay at a Sheraton, and I'm going to give them props because they were awesome. And we've stayed at this particular Sheraton the last three years because they allow dogs free of charge. So, we bring feeds with us, much like you took sugar to your mom's. And and my cousin lets us bring her over to her house as well. Um Actually, at this point, we're not allowed in the house without the dog and sticky buns. Those are admittance no. requirements to to come into the house. So we're down there with, with the dog, and we booked a room that when I booked it, it said a club room, and I didn't really figure out what that was, but I didn't care. It just was a room, and it was a price we usually pay, and it had a bed, and that's what I needed. So I just booked it, you know. Okay. We get we get down there, and I find out the club room is on the fifth floor, which is not a thing except that to get to the fifth floor, you have to. It's one of those ones where you have to put your key in the elevator to access the floor. So we got like, well, you got this look of like negativity. I've never had. I've no, I've just I've never had a, uh, a elevator that does that. I've never had to put my. Oh, key I've seen in the that elevator. before. A couple different places. Yeah, when they have like suites, it's usually where they have suites and stuff. This was for the fifth floor as a whole, but it's usually like if you're going to a suite or a penthouse or one of those type rooms that you need to do that. Um, okay. We get up there, and there's it literally the elevator opens into a lounge where they had like snacks and free sodas and waters all night. You just could go grab them at any point, like Pepsi's diet, Pepsi's, um, this water right here that I'm drinking. I brought home when we left. So, um, yeah. And then we went out to dinner. This is the part that frustrated me a little bit, but it's nobody's fault. We just didn't understand. We never stayed on the club level before. Every every year previous to this, we'd just been on a regular floor. And the only thing they have there are vending machines with, like, bottles of soda and, like, chips and stuff. So if you want food, you've got to go out. Or you go to the restaurant on the first floor, which is, like, hella expensive. So I'd rather go out somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Anyway... So we go out and uh, go get dinner, and we come back, and we had seen a sign on the way out that said something like, I think it said, like, appetizers and snacks from, like, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and didn't really thinking of it. So we go out, and we come back, and it's, like, 6.30, and snacks, apparently, now, I don't know if this was because it was Thanksgiving weekend or it's their normal thing, were, like, pieces of filet of fish, and I'm not talking, like, McDonald's, I'm talking, like, like nice fish and yeah. green beans and potatoes. Like we really could have had a meal right there. 
And we should have. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, I was like, God damn it. We spent 40 bucks at Applebee's when we could have eaten, like, this good fish. You know? Right. So, I mean, it's nobody's fault. We didn't get it. Or we didn't know. So, it was just like, I don't know. But, so we ended up taking some of the filet of fish and, um, the, uh, because the, we wanted to try it. And then they also had a bunch of desserts. So, they had, like, cookies and things like that. And they had, um, uh, flan, which I'd never had before. I've never eaten flan before, which was an interesting experience. So, I love flan. I mean, it took you that long to fucking have flan. I just don't think I've ever had an opportunity. It's not like I didn't want to, or I didn't, you know, or I avoided it actively. Like I've had, I've had. I mean, custard and pudding are some of my favorite things in the world. I can't eat them as much anymore because I came across a medical issue that doesn't allow me to have like liquid dairy. So I can't have like ice cream and and like cream cheese and things like that. So that includes yogurt and yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say just get frozen yogurt, but man, dude, that sucks. Well, it does. But there, if you go to like, I don't. Do you guys have Wegmans out there? It's a grocery store. Wegmans? No. No, I think it's an East Coast thing, but it's it's similar to like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. I'm sure you guys have those out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they have um, almond milk ice cream, which I can have. So I can have like almond milk products. So like I use if uh-huh. I want. Yeah, so I can do that. So it's not like a, I never get ice, ice cream anymore. I just get it very infrequently compared to what I used to. Speaking of... Uh, of- like ice cream and almond milk and desserts and shit and Trader Joe's. Um, you've been to Trader Joe's, right? Um, once or twice, not often, but yeah. Okay. They have this dessert that is like, it's a chocolate ball. Like it's solid chocolate. And then you smash it. Like you I'm hit not it on the sucking table. on your chocolate salty balls. I'm sorry. I'm not happening. It's not chocolate salty balls, you motherfucker. It's an or it's a mandarin orange. Oh, chocolate! Ball. I've I, I've seen those even without Trader Joe's. I think they sell those at other places too. That may be where you've seen it, and that's fine. But I've se- I have seen those before. Yeah, I know what you're talking so, about. So, for those who don't know what, we're talk- what I'm talking about, it's a solid chocolate uh, ball that you smack on like the table, and then it breaks it into pieces that are perfect. Uh, they look like orange slices, except they're chocolate. And they have like except they're chocolate, but they yeah. also have like little designs that look like like a piece of orange, like like the inside looks like it's got seeds and shit, and you and you, it tastes like chocolate mandarin orange flavor. Yeah, I, I've had it. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because I'm all. I mean, look, Starbucks is great for convenience, but if I have to choose a like a like a fast food coffee, I'm gonna go Pete's. I fucking love Pete's. Okay, Pete's fucking made a goddamn mandarin dark chocolate coffee and i just drank that whole fucking thing it is the equivalent to me it's like the equivalent of a hot milkshake nice it is so damn good and like for for the for our listeners i always like get a cup of coffee or a or a large coffee um or an iced coffee but usually i have some coffee or, or some caffeine drink when we start recording yeah and then about maybe three quarters of when we're like done recording we still maybe have a little bit left that's when i'm done with it because i sip it Right. This I drank, and we're only like what twenty five minutes into the recording. Actually, j- just about exactly. So very well done, sir. Yeah. So 
that's how fucking good it tastes. I'm like, oh man, I want to sip nice. this. I'm like, fuck no. This is like soap. This is it's it's a sip in a gulp. It's a salt. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, st- Steph's there. Send her out to get another one. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that. Hey, CJ said, hey, Steph, uh, send Steph to go out and get you another one. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Any responses, Steph? Love you, Steph. Se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. Someone who loves football, I mean truly loves it well, my sports book app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. What? Uh, she just said I she said I chuckled at him. Aha. Uh-huh. Anyway, but um yeah, so we stayed there, and then we ended up just we our room was like one room over from this lounge, so like it was real convenient for us to go get like these snacks and stuff. And we just sat in a room and played um, Spider Man. Actually, that Spider Man game I showed you. You just got Red Dead Redemption two though, didn't you? We did. We had just for whatever reason we were more interested in playing Spider Man. So how is Red? I mean, we've talked about Spider Man, but how is Red Dead Redemption two? Um, I'm not very far into it, to be very honest with you. So, in the beginning, and I don't remember the first one very well, so I don't remember if this did this as well, but it forces you to go linear for the first, like, hour, if you will. Like, it it forces you down a path. You can't just randomly go anywhere you want. So, I've done Um. that. And then we did, like, the first main mission once the world opens up. But there's a lot of gameplay. Well, the first game was sort of similar to that. I mean, you you had to follow a linear storyline. But it also, like, it gave you some options of, like, okay, you can go to this person to progress that storyline, which is right. the main storyline. Or you can do this quick little side mission. Right. Which... But really, you were limited to just those two. You could still ride your fucking horse around, but you were like, you're not going to be able to go around to a lot of places. You were really, really only in like a fucking radius of like what a like two square miles. Well, yeah, and no, then, it, and it, then as the story progresses, then you can like, then you actually are forced to go clear across the uh, country a couple times. Right. No. Well, and I I get that, and I remember that much. No, this is like you are within like a quarter mile like it's it's very very linear for the first hour or so and then it does it does wide open up but in the first beginning it's very very linear so were you a fan of the first one no we got this game because of deb deb's a big fan so you didn't like the first one but she did she did she loved it so she wanted the second one yeah why did you like the first one out of curiosity um well, to be fair, as a whole, I'm generally not a big fan of the open world games. Some of them I like, but yeah, I that what about Spider-Man? World, well, that's what I'm saying. There's some exceptions to the rule, and Spider-Man's one of them. And and I like, um, 
like Tomb Raider is another good example of that because it's not as open world as, say, a Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead. Or to me, even Spider-Man is not as large as a Red Dead or a Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is huge, and so is Red Dead. You know what I mean? Like, they're just huge worlds. Like, even even the Batman ones that were somewhat open world, like Arkham City, aren't as big as these games. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so... And, I don't know. The story's never grabbed me. Rockstar, to me, is never... To me. And I, I know I'm probably in the minority, much like my Halloween opinion, <laughs> is <laughs> just not... They've never grabbed me very much. The story's just never, like... You know what I mean? I I can uh, I can understand that, but I definitely was a fan of Red Dead Redemption. Uh, but I was also a fan of the very first one, which was Red Dead Revolver. Oh, I didn't realize it was the one that that predated it. Yeah, it's it's earlier, and it's it's not even. Uh, um, oh God, you just said it. Who the fuck does? Who's the company you were just talking about? You talking Rockstar? Rockstar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Capcom. Oh, okay, okay. So it it was uh, Capcom. It wasn't Rockstar. So it was very, very straightforward because it was like a PS one game or as a PS two game. Um, but it was fine. I mean, it was just basically the concept of it was just a lot of a quick draw type of game. But it's I remember so... this game. I'm Are you sure you're not up. confusing with Gun? No, I'm I'm looking at it. I lo- I just googled oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just googled it. I remember this. I don't think I ever played it, but I remember seeing it on shelves and stuff. I think it was an Xbox only game at the time. No, it was PS One. Was it? it? PS. Okay. Yeah, I had it. I believe you. <clears throat> I think it was, I think it was PS Two uh, because I yeah I don't think it was on PS, but I was I had it on PS Two, and I remember just like walking into the GameStop, seeing the shell, uh, the logo of it. I'm like. Is, do, you get, do you play as Clint Eastwood? Because the, the character looks so much like Clint Eastwood. It does. Um, but that character and this character in Red Dead Redemption and the next one, the one that you're that you're playing, has nothing to do with each other. It's basically an anthology game series. It, it is very similar to Grand Theft Auto, where it's like you're not playing the same character throughout the same games. Well, wait a minute, though. What do you mean it's, it has nothing to do with with each other? Well, as far as I as far as I know, the first game you're not playing the the character you're playing as in, in, in Red Dead Red- Revolver is not the same as Red Dead Redemption. Correct. That, um, one, uh, yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Red Dead Redemption Two. You're playing. I think Red Dead Redemption Two is actually a prequel because you're playing as uh, Jim Marster. What's his name? Uh, Marster. No. Uh, uh, John Marster's. Uh, mentor. Yes, I think. But Marston's in the game. You rescue him at one point, very early on in the game. Very okay, early. Okay, so you. Re- so that's my point. Is you're you're playing. It's a prequel because right, Marston is dead. But it's not. It's right. Right. Spoilers for those who haven't finished the first one. I know. I know. I didn't finish it, but I know that. Um, no, but what I'm saying is, they're still connected. Like the Red Dead, not the Red Dead. The the Grand Theft Auto games are just completely separate from one another. Generally, this at least links together in some capacity, even if it's you know, ex, you know, third party or whatever. It's an MCU. It's following different characters and different stories while right. they're interconnecting other things. Right. There's I'll, our I'll, there's our Marvel reference of the day. 
Yeah, I would tell you, right? I, I will tell you that if given the choice, I would play Grand Theft Auto game over Red Dead personally. Oh, I would. I the opposite. I I love the Red Dead Redemption. I love the Undead Nightmare. The zombie one, yeah. Just the concept of it is just like zombies in the old west. I mean, they they get a little bit too ridiculous, like because you can like hunt mystical beasts and shit. So like, you actually can hunt a fucking uh, Sasquatch. Okay. And you kill it, and like like you've killed the other ones, and then like you hear it screaming. And like wailing in ag- anguish, and you go and you go and talk to it, and it just says, "Just fucking kill me! You kill my whole family. We're the last of our kind. So just fucking kill me." You're like, "All right," and then you kill a fucking yeti, and then you're like, I-, "I I feel pretty fucking awful now." Yeah. Well, I don't want to get too far off of the games, but I'll tell you two things. One, in Grand Theft Auto Five, you actually fight Teen Wolf on a side mission if you choose to do it. Really? You have to. It, I've watched videos on YouTube on how to do it. It takes like two hours just to make it happen. Like there's a series of it, things you have to do, and it takes forever. But if you do is it, it right, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's his voice. I don't think it's his voice, but it's it's modeled after after him. Yeah, he's got the the same hair and the the, the leather jacket and the whole thing. Mm, okay. Um. But uh, what I like about Grand Theft versus a Red Dead for me, and and remind me, I have a zombie thing to tell you about too. But anyway, um, is in Grand Theft Auto, I can get on a motorcycle or in some kind of car and turn on like the rock station and just drive around this crazy ass city for as long as I want. And like you don't have that with Red Dead. Um, yeah, because they don't have radios. But well, duh. I, and I can. Uh- I can understand that. I can I can see the appeal for that. I would say that for me, Red Dead Redemption had a better. I think I I think I just I'm not a Western fan by any stretch of the means. I, I never was into the Western genre. Never practically gave a fuck about the movies. Sure. Um, but the game for some reason just attracted me more. I would have I would have preferred they branch out and make other versions of that type of system like have a pirate version of Red Dead Redemption. The closest we got is the Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Which is an amazing which is game. Still a, it's just an amazing game. It's an amazing pirate game, but it's also very much laden with the Assassin's Creed storyline. And I just wanted pirates, you know, on the on the open seas exactly the same as Red Dead Redemption, you know? Right, right. You know, instead of GT instead of Grand Theft Auto, I want fucking I, I don't know where was the grand boat auto. I don't know. I don't know. Grand Theft boat. Well, you do steal a boat in those games generally at some point, but I get your point. So I <laughs> but, guess, uh, I guess for me, going back to what I was saying about open world games, if the story grabs me, then I'm in because watchdogs was another one like that. It's a gigantic open world, but it's all hacking and computer stuff. And so that really intrigued me. You know, especially Watch Dogs 2. 2 is so much better than 1. And I liked 1, but 2 is so much better. I only played the demo for Watch Dogs 1. Um, never got the game. I, it, it interests me, but not enough for me to spend 60 bucks, And then I just uh, lost interest and it just sort of fell off my radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. But um, there's that. And then the thing I was going to tell you about is Call of Duty had a... Um, a DLC thing, and I forget what it's called. It's something like Rave in the Woods or something like that. It's some, but Kev is a 
playable character. You run around as Kevin Smith oh, in the, in the Hot New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. So I I and toyed he, around he with getting that. Too. What's that? He voiced it too. He did, yeah. I I um toyed around with getting that, except you have to get the game. Com- I think you have to complete the game to be able to access that particular DLC, and then that DLC is like an additional thirty dollars. So it would have cost me like a hundred and five hundred and ten dollars total to get it, and like multiple hours of gameplay that I just didn't care enough about. I uh, I also had an interesting video game encounter. I, okay. Uh, I played uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. On Star Wars Plus One. Okay. And I I I mean I was really kind of surprised and amazed that it has no campaign. Right. That's why I mean that's why I never got and it. I didn't because... know, I didn't, and I didn't know that. I mean, you can very you can play very generic like small battles and oh you can play as this and you can fucking play on this planet you can be on hoth and do this but then the game's over like there's really no game right the only game is like you have to do fucking multiplayer and in order to do that you have to fucking play for like xbox gold which like i was like looking i was like i we're not gonna fucking spend this much money just to play with other players it's ridiculous well i will tell you as a heads up because i know you've been wanting to get your hands on a um a ps4 to be able to go online with that at all really like to do anything of any value you have to be a playstation plus member well how much is that 60 bucks for the year so if it's 60 bucks a year that is not terrible no, well, it's I, not I terrible. Think, I, I may be wrong on this, but I think Xbox, like for Xbox Gold, they want like something like twenty dollars a month or some shit, or eight dollars a month. I don't know, but I will look since I have this up. Anyways, money is so tight; it's like we're not even thinking about it. We're like, yeah, we're we're just trying to cl- clean the old games that just got like fucking rained on. We're not even thinking about it in the system right now. Like, I've had so much. Um, like, I've had so much work done on my car recently. Like, Mom and Maxwell were basically like, you like, this is your Christmas present, is us fixing your car. And I'm like, thank you. That's kind of, I mean, by the way, you. I'm grateful, but motherfuck. By the way, I was right. On the last recording we put out, I said to you that at one point you said that your dad's friend would quoted you two grand but said he would do it for 500 and and you were like no 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 he never said that yes he did because you i have recording of you saying it it's on it's on the episode uh, it will be out yeah 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 that may not have been right. what actually happened you. but or what he actually meant but you did say that because <laughs> you made me well as, as it turns out he's right because it was like the, right. the other mechanic wanted to do it for 2500 right, right right that's why i brought it up when i mentioned it last week or whatever and you were like no and I was like, nah, I'm pretty sure you said that. But anyway. Which is weird because I like usually have a memory, but apparently I don't anymore. Well, you've got yeah. a lot going on. Um, so, interesting tidbit from Thanksgiving. My cousin is interested in starting a podcast. Really? So Yeah, so she was asking me a bunch of questions about podcasting and all that. Now, it's not something that would interest any of our listeners, I don't think, but they are. she wants to do a real estate podcast for her geographic area. So it's very niche, but it, it'll work for, you know. Does, I mean, would she have a partner or would it just be her own thing? What's that? 
would she have a partner or would it just be her own thing? No, she'd have a partner. She has a real estate friend that she would want to sit down and do it with. I mean, hey, I mean, by all means. Um, yeah. So what advice did you tell her? Tell her to get someone who's really entertaining and funny that you could reach out for? Well, <laughs> that's, yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> check off. Um, no, but she, she was asking about different equipment and stuff like that and asking about the stuff we use. So it was pretty neat. And then to, to link off of that last night, which is why I was up till two in the morning was my 20 year high school reunion. Ah, yes. The jewel of the story. I want to hear all about this. Bear in mind to our listeners, we usually do like an early, like discussion of what we're going to discuss on the recording yeah. i know nothing so he's going to give it to me uh cold uh turkey there's no, not cold much open whatever there's really not much to talk about like it's you're you're <laughs> you're hyping it up more than it really is worth to be very honest with you um which I, which reunion was this 20 20 years it's so bizarre that you are ha- you had your 20th and like uh reunion yeah it's you're, fucking weird, dude. Like, 20 years ago, you graduated high school. Yeah. You shouldn't have even... You, you're not even at 10 years yet, if my math is right. That would be next year for you. No, this would be my 10 years, but I didn't graduate. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I got my GED. I dropped oh, okay. out when I was... Uh, I think I was 16. Oh, I don't think I knew that, Rico. I don't think we've ever talked about that. Um... I'll tell you after. Tell me about your reunion. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's, you don't even have to talk about it if you don't want to, but I just I just don't think I knew that. I don't have anything. What's that? I don't have anything to hide. Oh, no, I I didn't think that. But anyway, um, so yeah, it was it was good to see some people that I haven't seen. There's some people I legitimately have not seen in 20 years, have not seen or spoken to in 20 years. But keep in mind, my circle of friends when I was in high school was... It wasn't small, but the circle of friends in my grade was small. I only had like Uh two or three friends in my class. That's not to say that I had, you know, 200 and some odd enemies either, because it was like 312 of us in a class or something like that. But it, it just, these are people I was civil with and they said hi to me and those kinds of things, but we weren't close. Like these weren't people I spoke to on a regular basis or anything. So who got fat? Not not really anybody, to be fair. If anything, several people lost weight, which I think is pretty cool. Because um, there were some people that were... Fat, it's not a word I'd use, but they certainly were not in the right shape. So I wasn't really asking, like, I don't really... You were like, oh, well, so-and-so got... Oh, like, no, I wouldn't... Four I, I was just being a dick. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I get that. I wasn't going to drop names anyway, but if, if there were people, I would have said there were some, but I wasn't going to drop names. Um, but no, Any I saw teachers some... still around that you, like, liked or anything like that? I mean, as far as alive or still teaching or what? I don't know what you're asking. Did you, like, it's one thing to see students and friends that you knew 20 years ago. Did you, like, have a teacher that you're like, oh, my God, it's Mrs. Fucking Fuck, and you're like, hey, you were like, blah, blah, blah. Well, the teachers don't come to these things, so I I wouldn't have seen any of them anyway, but um, I'm sure there's a couple that are still around I would like to have seen. Um, 
because I liked a lot of my teachers. I got to be honest with you. Like, I was not a teacher's pet by any means, but I certainly liked and a couple of my teachers, and a couple of us were talking about them last night because we all liked them. You know, we were fortunate that way. We went to a high school where we went with some pretty cool teachers, and we had a couple that were shitty, but you're going to have that everywhere, so that's what it is. You know, one of them wanted me expelled my senior year because I broke a window in the cafeteria, but, you know. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Why? So, I have... Yeah, fuck my story. You, you, you first. <laughs> so, I have... Um, before I forget, there is a connection to podcasting through all this, so please don't let me forget to get back there at some point. But I um, can't promise that. All right, you broke a window. Why? Okay, so I found out senior year, and actually, was it senior year? Yeah, that um, antihistamines affect me in a way that it doesn't affect normal people, but I didn't know that for a while, and I was taking them. Um, basically, if... Enrico, you can see my hand. So if your if your temper's like this long, antihistamines make mine like this. Like it it shortens my ability to like withstand bullshit and not get pissed off, I guess. So okay. I I was talking to my then girlfriend um and she said something that just like pissed me off like really pissed me off you and saw i saw red i saw red and I, I i like there's a part of me that wanted to hit her but i was coherent enough to know that that was wrong for a multitude of reasons so i was never gonna do it so i turned and hit the first inanimate object i saw and i backhanded a window like with a fist like i'm like this and it just it dude i hit it i must have hit it just right because it shattered and imploded like it didn't go out it came in this is in the cafeteria yeah yeah so like everyone's eating lunch and they just look over and they see the fucking like the you just break a window uh, well, it wasn't during lunchtime it was a lot of us would like convene in the cafeteria in the morning before first bell that's where you would go and like hang out so it was like 7.45 in the morning or something. Well, I mean, that would piss me off just being up that fucking early, so I can at least <laughs> understand that. Well, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, you would have hated All my right, high school, because so, I, I went to a Catholic high school, so I also had to wear a uniform every day. I, I mean, I don't think I would mind the uniform. I think I was mind going to Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that, too. I don't know what's happening, Rico, but you're there you go. You were, like, sinking. <laughs> I'm using my phone, so I'm leaning it up against, but every time I, like, move, or, like, yeah. I gradually just slowly just falls down. I it's know, I was like, watching it, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so. uh, go back to your story. Uh, you out of the shit you want to talk about as well, the podcast thing, but you reminded me of a thing that, like, everyone in my high school thinks I did, and I'm trying to set the record straight ten years fucking later. <laughs> okay. There's this fucking rumor and like open knowledge that I got so pissed off I ripped off a stall door in the bathroom. I could see that. <laughs> it did I did not rip off a stall door. Okay. So I believe you. But I could also see it being you, possible. No, everyone no one believes me. No, I <laughs> I do I do believe you, Rico, because I have no reason not to believe you, but I also believe that it's possible. <laughs> It is, it is definitely possible. So I was, 
it was uh, math class. I must have been fourteen or fifteen, and I'm I'm like arguing with someone who's like I think he was he was trying to like copy my work, and I was like oh, math is my, one of my worst subjects, so I was really studying and really trying. He's like, come on, dude, let me copy. I'm like, Fuck you! I'm working really hard for this shit. I'm probably wrong. Fuck you for trying to copy me. Do your own fucking work. And I was really pissed off. And then the teacher who I remember has always been a super chill dude, really nice guy. Um, and really like one of those teachers, like you were talking about, you just like love and adore. I guess I caught him in a bad mood. He's like, Rico, get the fuck out. Get out of here. Go to the bathroom. Go to calm down. Stop trying to uh, stop disrupting my class, which is really out of the norm because he's really like, Rico, what are you doing? I'm right. like, nothing, Mr. Myers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got all pissed off. So I just ran I ran upstairs to go to the bathroom because I had to pee. And I'm like trying to calm down. Otherwise, I would feel like I was going to have a, a CJ and break a fucking window. And, <laughs> and so I'm taking a piss. And in front of the urinals is a fucking big, long, stretched out mirror. Uh, like, right. you know, so everyone who's sitting in front can fucking watch themselves pee for some fucking reason what a weird place to put the mirror yeah right like so you just look eyes into the other person that's sitting next to you so you don't look to the right at them you just look into their eyes and just be like hi so i'm peeing and i look at the corner i look like literally in the uh at the stalls behind me through the reflection all of a sudden i just see a stall door just like fall down on the floor like no one was around. No one kicked it. No one unhooked it. It just, ha, pissed off. Pee, pee, pee. Look at the reflection. Bang! What the fuck? Okay. So I'm like, well, I don't want to just fucking, like, leave this here. I feel bad for whoever has to fix this. So I pick it up, and as I'm about to lean up against the wall, one of my classmates, the one who was, like, trying to copy off me, Walks in the bathroom to see, like, he's like, Hey, Rico, are you holy shit? Or, uh, all right, now's not a good time. So he just thinks I came up there, ripped off the stall door because I'm holding it. So he just runs down and, like, tells everyone. Okay. And, like, so I had to, like, explain. I'm like, I didn't do it. And then, like, the principal, like, pulled me in the fucking, like, office, like, you know, I could suspend you and expel you and all this other shit for destructing. Uh, for fucking up school property, I'm like, why would I break a fucking stall door? Yeah. Like, as pissed as I am, I wouldn't do that. I respect right. a school's property, not like fucking CJ. <laughs> Thanks, Rico. <laughs> so, so, yeah. No, that's funny. I oh man, I've got I got stories from high school. I can tell you, like, there's there's the thousand person fight that I organized. A thousand person fight? Well, you got to figure there was three to five hundred people per class in my school. So that puts what? Like, let's say conservatively 1,200 people together in the building. My school was a hallway. Yeah, mine was four, one for each grade, each high school. We had like 50 students. Yeah, we had 300 per class. And that's small for here because that's a Catholic school. Public schools. A guy I went to, I was in high school with at the same time, but he went to a public school. His graduating class was 1,100 people, I think. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, so who was, so you organized a fucking like thousand student brawl? 
I don't know if it was that many people, but it was it was large. It was definitely large. This I so are I you, had this. Are you allowed to talk about this? Like, are you breaking yeah. the first and second rule? Like, is this the, is this like the Catholic high school version of Fight Club? Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. No, 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 no. This was, this was like one on... Like or to guess two on you know a couple hundred, so um, God, how do I, how do I even begin this story? So, so if it's a Catholic fight club, like, are you like stoning people? Are you crucifying them? What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Shut up! This wasn't a fight club. It was all right. So I was I was never Mister Popular, but I certainly wasn't like disliked. I, I was liked by a lot of people in a lot of different grades. Like, I was just that guy that everyone knew who I was, but I wasn't friends with a lot of people. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. So, and everyone knew I had a disability, and, and unlike my middle school experience, they weren't shitty about it. Like, a lot of people were really supportive. Um, I can actually tell you another funny story where I actually ended up grabbing a girl's ass because I fell down the stairs and landed on her, but that's another conversation. Um... Did you accidentally fall, or did you fall on purpose? I accidentally fell and accidentally grabbed her ass as I was falling. Was it worth it? Well, yes, because there's a bigger story to it, and I can share that if you want. But anyway, um, <laughs> so, so the the fight though. So I I my by my senior year, I was actually voted class couple. My girlfriend and I were voted as class couple because we'd been together since the end of sophomore year, all through junior year, all through most of senior year. We broke up like right before we graduated, and there was a guy in the school whose father was a police captain of the town next to where our school was. So he felt like his shit didn't stink and he could do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted. He carried himself like he was untouchable. And he did that on and off school property. So he, our school being a Catholic school did not allow public displays of affection. So, and I'm not talking about like, what's that? I'm just laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? And so what I mean by that is not just like kissing, like you weren't allowed to hold hands, stuff like that. You just weren't allowed to show that level of affection um, in a romantic way. Doesn't that sound a little bit like counterproductive? You're going to put a bunch of fucking teenagers that are full of raging hormones in a Catholic setting, which is, talks about sin a lot. And you're not allowed to even fucking hold hands. No wonder there's fucking pregnancies. Go ahead. Anyway, um, we won't even get into the uniform thing, but that's another conversation. So this guy had a a thing for my girlfriend from going all the way back to freshman year before her and I were even a thing. Our freshman year, actually, she and I hated each other. Hated each other. And it swung all the way around to we ended up dating. But... Um, okay. so 
he felt he had the right because he felt like he had the right to do whatever he wanted to touch my girlfriend in places that I wouldn't even touch her in public, let alone at that school. Right. And she told me about it and I lost my shit. I was ready to go after him and she's like, no, 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 calm down. I'll take care of it. And there's nothing to do with a window. That's a whole nother two separate instances just to clarify. But so I said to her, all right, I'll give you a month to sort this out. But if you don't resolve this, I'm going to deal with it. And a month passed. A and nothing- month is being generous. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I know. So a month passed and nothing changed really. And I went up. Wait, what does that, what, what does that mean? Does that mean he was, he kept doing it or he just did it the one time, but it never got resolved. No, he, he kept still doing, doing it. that shit. Yeah. 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 He, he wasn't stopping. Uh, okay. So I walked up to him and I told him, I said, you're going to knock this shit off or we're going to have a real problem. And he comes and he looks right back. Now I'm, at this point in my life, I'm five foot five, ninety four pounds, maybe. You know, like I'm not and, a big. And not to not to you know beat it down, but you're all, you're also handicapped. Right, right. So I mean, I I'm I, sure you're a scrappy. I'm sure you're a scrappy fuck, but like you know, you do have a yeah, yeah. Well, and I also I have ten years of Aikido training too, so I do know a little bit about my way around on how to defend myself. But yeah, you're right. Like at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, you know. Is he a big fucking dude? He's like six two, probably but like a buck forty. Like he's not big. He's just tall. Do you know what I mean? He's string. He's a string bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was then. I haven't seen him since, so I don't know. But at the time, he was. Uh, he, he was. He wasn't at the reunion. No, 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 no. Nobody okay. liked him. No, like nobody liked him. He had like a handful of friends, and they were all the people that nobody really liked. Um. So I'm not stunned he wasn't there. So he he says to me, I'm coming back up here after school with seven of my friends. You bring anybody you want, and we'll do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. So I was, I for my sophomore year of high school, this is, this is my junior year. This is all happening, just to put it in perspective. My sophomore year, I was an equipment manager for the varsity football team. And I was an equipment manager because I wanted to be on a team, but the, the school would not even let me try out because I was an insurance liability. But they did let me at least be, uh, I at least should have been allowed to try out, but that's another conversation. Anyway, um, right. but, but they did let me be the equipment manager so I could at least be part of the team. I could be part of the team photos and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. So, um, so I at least got to do that. And... <laughs> We're doing that, and so I got to be friends with like a lot of the varsity football f- players. And again, when I say friends, I don't mean like they were calling me up and we were out hanging out, but like I, they knew who I but was. They and, respected you, and you respected them. And right, and the one guy I won't say his name, but like he was nuts, and I mean that in the best possible way because he's one of the nicest guys to this day. I, I still see him from time to time, just like in my travels, and he's an amazingly nice guy. But he's fucking nuts to the point that like every game, especially the first game of the season, you know how football, I know you're not a big sports guy, but you know how football players put that black stuff under their eyes? It's to help with like reflection. Yeah, with sun glare, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, instead of the black stuff, he would um, cut 
cut his arm open and put his own blood under his eyes. Jesus. Yeah, he was just nuts. But he was also very superstitious. So, again, I don't know how much you know about sporting equipment, but football helmets will have these, like, pockets in it. So you put what looks like a bike pump into the helmet and you squeeze it and it pumps up the pads. It secures the helmet to the head a little more. It's, it's to protect people. Yeah. 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 My brother, my brother's played football, so I, I oh, know okay. a little bit about this shit. My bad. I didn't know that. So anyway. Um, well, high school, high school football. Right, right. Well, that's what this was. So, but he was superstitious. Oh, the one time I pumped his helmet up for him, he had like a killer game. So that point forward, I was the only person allowed to to pump up his helmet and help him with his equipment from that point forward. Like, because we had a couple people that would do this. It wasn't just me. And you were his boy. That's, yeah, that's, that's I was the whole point. Right, I was his equipment manager to use his words. So I knew I only had to tell like a few people what was going on, and I he was one of them, and I told him what was going on, and we're in the cafeteria at lunch, and he stands on the table and goes, "Who the fuck is messing with my equipment manager?" You know, <laughs> and, like top of his lungs, you know. So I knew I was set, and so like. It, word started spreading that this fight was going to go down, and like I had several hundred people behind me. Like I'm not joking. Like they were all ready to come kick the shit out of this kid because nobody liked them to begin with, you know. And so we were on a modified schedule that day because we had some kind of like afternoon assembly, and so most of our teachers weren't teaching anything. Yeah. They were just kind of like fighting through the day or whatever. And when you were in trouble or if they needed to talk to you, meaning the office, a blue slip would come in to the classroom. Like they had a person who would walk around and hand these blue slips out to the classrooms. And I'm sitting in one of my, I'm sitting in my religion class actually, and we're not doing anything. And uh, the person comes in with a blue slip and hands it to the teacher. And he turns and he looks at me and he goes, he called me by name, but he didn't call you by, he called me by name. I'm not going to use on the, the show and it's not just because i have certain information i don't want out there but he and he looks at me and goes well, what did you do because usually if you got a blue slip you were in trouble it wasn't like oh your mom needs to talk to you it was usually you were in trouble if a blue slip came in so, right <laughs> so i go down to the the office and and i walk in and, and the, the dean of discipline secretary looks at me and goes, he wants to see you in there. Because he had two desks, one out in, like, the open and then one in, like, this office, like, behind closed doors. And I'm like, oh, no. And I walk in, and this kid is sitting there with one of these seven people he was going to bring, looking like he was going to shit himself. <laughs> okay. And the dean I'm, turns I'm, to I'm me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The dean turns to me and goes, so what's this here about you organizing a fight? <laughs> and and right. I just, I chuckled for a second, much like you just did. And I said to him, I said, yeah. And he goes, why? And I said, did he tell you what he's been doing? And he goes, no. So I detail what he was doing to my girlfriend for the last, like, five weeks or whatever it was at that point, you know, because it went yeah. on for like a week before she told me about it. So like in total, it was like five weeks or whatever. And yeah, like a month and a half. Yeah. And his whole demeanor changed and, and he daggers this kid 
Because the kid's been a thorn in his side. This is not the first time this kid's gotten in trouble. He just, he keeps getting out of it. He's had daddy come in, periodically come in and help him. Right, exactly. So, (laughs) so he turns and stares daggers at this kid and his head just drops. The kid's head just drops and... Which is just a clear indication that, like, he's revealing, like, that, I've always seen that where someone just hangs their head, like, I'm defeated, I'm not even going to try and fight, yes, it's the truth, without saying right. anything. And that's exactly what happened. So he ended up actually getting detention for, like, a week because of it, I think. Mm-hmm. But he, but then the dean turns back to me and goes, well, the dean, and he turns to him and says, oh, is it, he, he starts dying, and he had head drops, and he goes, is it true? And he goes, yeah, it's true, he did, he fessed up. And that's when he got the detention or whatever it was. And he goes, all right. And he throws him and his buddy out of the office. But he turns to me and goes, you stay. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, um, I'm waiting for, like, the hammer to drop from this, right? Yeah. And he turns to me and he, as soon as the door closes and these two kids leave, he starts laughing his ass off. And he looks at me and goes, you have no idea how much I would love to see that kid get his ass kicked. No shit. Yeah. He says, but you know, but he says, you know, I can't let this happen, right? Like, as the dean, I can't let this happen. You have to stop this. Can you stop this? And I'm like, yeah, I can stop it. If he doesn't show up and I do what I need to do, I can make it stop. He goes, okay. I'm trusting you to stop it, but you have to understand something. If anything happens to this kid over the next two days, I have to suspend you. And I said, no, I I can stop it. Uh, what'd you do? What'd you do on your suspension? Oh, I didn't get suspended. I stopped it. I was able to stop it. Uh, I, was, I was, I was, making a joke. I'm uh, like, so he got his ass handed him. So what'd you do? Did you play video games? Or? <laughs> yeah, no, no. My mom would have lost her shit if I got suspended for that. She would have been mad. Your, your mom would have rallied her own fucking posse to beat the shit out of you. Uh, yeah. No, no. She wouldn't have needed a posse. She would have done it herself. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's that was the the fight that I organized in high school that never actually took place. But so was was the breaking the window story? That's over. I just want to make sure. I didn't know if it was connected oh, to this or not. No, no, they're two separate things altogether. They're not connected in any capacity. The only time I came close to a fight, I came. I, I had a couple fights in school, uh, which was elementary, middle, and high school. I just say school as a long, long. Uh, sure. Uh, a grand grand thing um but there was one time there was this um i think it was in fifth grade and there was this other stocky chubby kid and i wasn't chubby but i was definitely i had a, I had a little bit of meat on me but i was really 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 muscular sure because my dad was you know tough fucking guinea was making me like do push-ups and pull-ups every morning every night like i was doing i was working out I wasn't running, but I was like lifting weights and everything at like 10. So I was this one fucking other kid was teasing another of our classmates. And this was an Alameda and Alameda has a very prominent, large population of Asian students. But there was this one particular kid who just was really kind of slow. And like he was sort of like an Asian Forrest Gump, and I think he was an immigrant, okay. so English. He may have been just really smart, but like we just, I, I just don't think he just had a, he just couldn't understand English very well. 
And this other white kid, um, I don't remember his name, and even if I did, I wouldn't uh, say it, but he was just being a white little asshole, just picking on this fucking kid. And I had had enough of seeing that type of shit happen because I got bullied a lot when I was in school. Like, I mean, sure. bullied to the point where it was like, I was telling my dad, like, I don't want to go to school anymore. Oh, dude, I'm I get like it. six, seven years old. Like, I, yeah. I just don't want to do it. Oh, I, I, like, totally it got to a, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, I'm currently in therapy for the bullying I got in middle school. Like currently at yeah, almost I mean, 40. It, so it, I, it is a serious thing. Like, yeah. You know, kids kill themselves over this shit. Oh, you, you know, know what I just... Not, I'm sorry, Rico, not to interrupt your story, but you know what I just heard last week that I was never aware of? Do you know the song Jeremy by Pearl Jam? Yes. That's based on real events. That really happened. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that, honestly. That's news to me. Like, I was stunned when I heard that. Well, so, I'm not surprised. Let's no, put I'm it not. Because I'm not su- yeah, I'm not surprised either, but I just... I wasn't aware of it. So just to your point, yeah, this shit happens. It's real. It's a real thing. I mean, I, I was, I mean, I can imagine what it was like for you just, just having a disability. Yeah. But I had, um, I, I was bullied just for having a weird name just for the, my name was Rico and being small and having glasses and crooked teeth. And my dad always gave me healthy punches. I didn't hear any of that. What'd you say? I said, I think it's actually a pretty badass name. I remember thinking that when you introduced yourself to me. I was like, Rico, that's a pretty badass name. Well, I mean, it, it is. I'm, I spent a couple of years not liking my name just because, oh. like, what? No, I, I was just going to say, I don't like mine either. So I hear you because you know what the C stands for. I'm not going to say it. But I, I, think know, you, I, know, yeah. I know what the C stands for. I mean, I do. I did have a family friend who had the same name as you. So it doesn't. It's not like, ooh. That's a weird, unique name. Like I, I know, I know a guy. That oh, wait. In, in Germany, my my name's is the equivalent of John Smith. I'm not even joking. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware, but I didn't really know any other Ricos. I, I think I've met one, and my name is actually Enrico. Right. E N R I C O. So it's the Italian form of Henry, because Henry is Germanic. It comes from Heinrich. Right. Which right. becomes. Enrico, which becomes Enrique, which, you know, it's it's the same thing. So my name literally just means Henry, which my mother tried to call me Henry once to really piss me off, and she succeeded. So I guess because I Henry becomes, yeah, Henry becomes Hank. Hank. Yeah, I was going to call you Hank. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. Um, so I go by Rico, which one person, uh, the other pseudo nickname that I've had was Rocco instead of okay. Rico. Yep. Um, which becomes Rocky, which doesn't sound nearly as good. I actually know a guy whose name is actually Rocco. That's actually his name, his legal name. Oh, yeah. It's an Italian name. It's R-O-C-C-O. Yeah, I know. Believe me. So, so That's another oh, fight sure story. He, there's a couple <laughs> fucking Roccos there, yeah. Um, so, this... I don't, so, yeah, I was bullied, but th- this fucking kid... He just, like, he caught me in that moment of, like, I've had enough. I'm not being bullied, but I'm not also not going to let someone else get bullied. Right. So I just stood right up to him and I said, you fuck with him. You have to fuck with me. Bear in mind, we're, like, 10, 11 years old. Sure. So it was like, you fuck with him. You fuck with me. Motherfucker. <laughs> like, 
couple kids said it four eleven, just like I'll beat your ass if you touch him again. I'm like, what the fuck? And he said, Yeah, well, let's do this after school. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Fuck you. Go to class and about 20 minutes passes. And he and he we had a a, a de- like a assigned seating for this classroom in fifth grade, which was it was boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Oh god. So there was a girl between us. I was the so it would be girls. So, so I was number four. He was number six. Okay. In the order of lineup. Right. So I, we had a girl between us sitting next to each other. So we're just, I was just staring at him over this girl's like, she's just kind of looking at us and looking like looking back and forth, kind of just seeing the fact that I'm setting this guy death players. And she's like un visibly uncomfortable. It's like, I don't like, I don't know what's going on. Are you about to kill this fucking kid? And he starts out trying to act all tough, like looking at me like, yeah, fuck you. And then gradually he realizes I'm not going to back down. And he started piecing it all together a little bit. I'm like, eh, this is going to be really bad for me. And then he sends me a note saying like, Rico, I'm really sorry. I don't want to fight today. I, I just, I'm really sorry. And I just looked at him and I said, don't fucking do that shit again to anybody. And then my teacher was like, who's talking? Everyone shut up. Do your work. Do your work. Like, and that showed us all off because we're like, fuck. Right. So that was the only time I came close to a fight in fifth grade. But I mean, I got my ass kicked a lot because I never wanted to fight anybody because yeah. I knew I could actually hurt them. I, but if I was actually fighting, like, it would have been really fucking bad. I, yeah, I unfortunately got into several fights, especially in middle school. Middle school was bad. I got the one time it was seven on one, and unfortunately, I was the one. So that was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I held my own for a while. I did pretty good until I flipped my friend over my head because I didn't realize it was him behind me. But that's, you know. <laughs> Shit. Well, I started the you fall. Right? So in, in Aikido, there's this move where, you know what a full Nelson is? Like the, the wrestling hall? I actually, took, I, I actually took Aikido, so I actually know a little bit about it. Okay, yeah, well, this I know one, what a full Nelson is, though. All right, well, this move is called a full Nelson head throw. So basically, if someone tries to put you in a full Nelson, you, you block them the full Nelson, and you can flip them over your head. Well, I started to fall, and a friend of mine put his hands in my armpits to hold me up because he saw I was going down. He gra- like he came in late to this whole thing and went so to hold me up. So you just chucked the fucker? Right, because I didn't know what was going on, so I felt kind of shitty about that one. And, and we're, I would, I would definitely feel shitty. You lugged, you flung your fucking friend. It's just like, oh shit, CJ, I'm just trying to catch you. Like, fuck you, someone catch you now, bitch. Yeah, right. But I didn't know until after the fact. So no, and then I went to school for him with him for years after that. So it was all good. But it was just a thing. Um, but yeah, that was, and then I got really good at throwing like. Not actual knives, but knife-shaped things like that, you know, where you can throw it and get it, like, I got good at that technique, and um, this one kid was messing with me, and I had a ping-pong paddle where the handle was broken, so the one side was flat, like a knife edge, and I was able to throw it and hit him with the butt of the thing in the back of the head. That worked, so... Jesus. I, I think we talked about it on an episode, but I actually did get really good at throwing a knife. Yes, we and did talk about that. I talked about almost killing the fucking squirrel. Yes, we did tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. I never threw it at a fucking human because, like, what do I do? Do I eat the fucking dude now? Like, I would never <laughs> want to throw a knife at someone without, like, 
That's crazy. So I just um, see all of our problems to be throwing a knife at someone, like you know, like all right, well, I'm going to jail. Like, there's no way of avoiding this. Yeah. So, but anyway, it wasn't back to, an I aimed it at the dude. Yeah. Well, back back to the reunion though, real quick. So it was it was a mixed bag. It was yeah, really. A, <laughs> it it was a it was a mixed bag and it was an interesting set of emotions all night because like I said some of these people I haven't seen in twenty years some of them I was never particularly close to in the begin with and not that I had enemies the one enemy I had I would say would be that one kid and he didn't show up anyway so whatever but you know for for the yeah right um, but for the most part like it was that but then like. And it was me introducing Deb to all these people because Deb was with me. So, you know, um, the last time a lot of these people saw me, I was with my my ex-girlfriend who I don't know if we've talked about on the on the show ever, but she passed away 18 years ago this past mm-hmm. September. And so they had a, uh, a little mini tribute to her and the other fallen. There's there's three people from our class that I recall that have passed away since we graduated. So they had like a little thing up for all three of them. Um, yeah. So it was, it was an interesting night, but a, a positive thing is I did get to promote the show a little bit, not as much as I would have liked, really? but yeah, I did. Um, well, not in like a, like I brought flyers and handed shit out, but like, why the you know, fuck not? Well, cause I, I'd like to grow it more organically. You know, so I certainly was talking about it, and I brought it up a few times, and one of the one of the guys that I went to school with, who I wasn't, like, super close with, but we weren't, like, again, I wasn't, like, an enemy, he said to me, he goes, you're really doing a podcast? I said, yeah. He goes, how long have you been doing that? I said, well, this particular show I've only been doing since May, but I've been doing podcasting for, like, four years now, because we've talked about the show I had before you and I got, got together. Right. And he goes, is it... Is it really hard to do it? I'm like, no, it's really not, you know. And so he started asking me a bunch of questions. So I think I'm going to help him get a show off the ground. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to be on the show or a part of the show, but I'm going to help him get a, a show going. Um, so I'm excited to help him with that. And then he subscribed to our show. At least he said he did. So I don't know if he's going to hear this. but you know. We've got a new person on twitter that followed us and i think his name was vegan something i don't, I don't yeah, know what well, it was but more importantly did you see who started following us last week uh i, I, said I did but why don't you break that yeah then the new guy you're talking to his name is roberto blizzard and his his twitter handle is ad vegan yoga dude which sounds like a character from yoga hosters honestly but that's another conversation <laughs> altogether um it just sounds like everybody in Berkeley I know. Everybody in Berkeley? Yeah. Monkeys in rabbits. Loop to loop. Oh, did you see? This isn't the one we were going to tell you about, but did you see that the MacGyver SG-1 audio series is also following us? So it's like a MacGyver Stargate 1 podcast. No. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of either show, but hey, you know, I thank you for following us and, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. why am I not finding this? Maybe, Do you have it? Maybe they're, not I can't... maybe they're not following through. They just liked us. No, they followed us. But we just have a lot. We just have a lot of um, activity on our our feed. So, just can you just go directly to our followers? Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Um... <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle. 
is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. In a world that's a little simpler comes the tale of Veltima fungicide. Swift, simple, and secure. It's a corn-growing story without all the drama. Unless you add totally epic music, really random sound effects, and a cool announcer guy. Get ready for the blockbuster yields of the summer with Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming soon to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions. Um, you know, it'd probably be easier, though. I just wanted a text I sent you and staff. Uh, yeah, I'll just do that. I got I'll it right here. It. I got that right here. So, okay. Nadine Marissa from The Walking Dead is following us. Nabila, Nabila, you watch the show, don't you? So, I think you would know how to say that better than I do. I, I'm not current, so I have no fucking clue. Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about I'm going to be very honest. Nadine, if you're listening to the show, thank you so much. And we very much appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, I don't watch The Walking Dead, so I'm not as familiar with your, your character, but, you know, thank you. <laughs> it's really all I can say. I don't know what else to say uh, about it. Yeah, for someone who does watch the show, but is really, 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 really behind, um, thank you. We, you know, how about you, like, how about you uh, get us, how about you come on the show? <laughs> yeah. Please, you're welcome. I mean, if you you've heard our conversation with Matty Granger, then you're more than welcome to join us. We would love to hear any stories you would like to share. I want to know what it's like to be a professional tea drinker. She says on her profile, she's like actor, director, writer, dreamer, professional tea drinker. Yeah. I want to know what the context of a professional tea drinker does. I would be curious about that myself. So yeah, please, Nadine, if you want to come on and 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 talk to us, um, I would love that. So, and I'd also yeah, send us a DM. Yeah, DM us, um, send us a message, whatever. Yeah, she's definitely still following us. I'm, I just looked her up currently, so she is definitely following us. So, thank you. Um, I think that's our second celebrity following us, if I recall. That's including Matty Granger. Yes, that's of course Matty Granger. Well, is my is Mikey his brother following us? I don't. That's a good question. I will check. So maybe our third, but anyway. The point is we don't have a lot of celebrities following us, so thank you for joining the select few who do. Yes, and and uh, I mean, no disrespect to the three celebrities that we have following us, but we, we're we waiting for the Holy Grail. We, we want Kevin. Kev, Kev, uh, there's a trifecta. Uh, I want Kev, Mark, and Ralph. That's, that's the holy trinity of followers for us. <laughs> what? Yeah, that'll be nice. It'll happen, you know. I mean, the good news is at least Kevin and Ralph and I think Mark are at least aware of us. Oh yeah, they they're definitely. But aware I don't of think us, they're. I think. And the good news is they haven't like set us a cease and desist, so that's a good start, <laughs> right? Thank you for that as well. Um, thank you for not asking us to take the thing down. I mean, we would just change the fucking name. I mean, oh, yeah. that's that's all. I mean, we'd just be a couple of dicks at that point, but then he would sue us for that. 
Um, no, Mikey is not following us. Ah, Maddie, you need to to tell your brother what's up. To be fair, we weren't following him. So I just corrected that problem. I, I think I, I think I was following. You, you are, but, but the show the show is not. You you were yes. Well, did you send a friend like following thing? Yes, I did. Just did that. Well, if he doesn't, then we see where the true Granger brother lies, and the Granger love falls in the Maddie side of the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we gotta have him back on. I would. I know Let's we're see. well beyond Stan's um, Stan's passing, but I would like. We we probably need to, and this is probably more for offline. But we need to try to coordinate getting Matt back on. Let him. Let him say his piece about Stan. I think that'd be fair. That'd be great. Yeah, get it. Actually, uh, you know what? Two cents. I, get, ask him to give us one story for four hours. Yeah. Um. I. I would actually. I think we touched on this a little bit during an episode, but I it more has come to light since then. I know that. And I really kind of want your perspective on the Army Hammer thing because I feel like he was getting unfairly criticized for what he said. Um, he, for, I'm trying to remember what he said exactly. He said, so, I, oh, I can it's tell so you. nice to see everyone uh, showing, taking photos of them with Stan Lee. As uh, you know, but he was doing—he was saying in a, in he was a saying, shitty. Kind he was of saying tone. people were basically promoting themselves using Stan's death by using pictures they had taken with Stan, and they, he felt like yeah. people were using the pictures to promote themselves as opposed to honoring Stan. That's the vibe he got from it. And and what I say is, sit the fuck down, Lone Ranger, and shut up. It's you know, it may, you may have been saying something. Look, we all have the right to free speech, which is why I can legally say, fuck you, Army Hammer, because, you know, it, it, it's just, it, that's the whole point. It's everyone showing their appreciation of Stan Lee. Stan Lee touched everybody who gave a shit's soul. He right. inspired a lot of people to write and read and, and, and have an imagination. He is the literary Mr. Rogers. He is well, right. the... So, oh, okay. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt your point. Your point. So, the only way we can show our appreciation is if we spent one second with the fucking guy, and he was nice enough at ninety fuck years old to take a photo with us. Is to fucking say, "Hey, I love this dude. Here's proof that he was a nice guy who hung around and spent time to take a photo." And see, I think I, Army Hammer is just pissed off because Stanley didn't take a photo with him. Nah, see, I, I. So okay, so I think this is where we're going to disagree because I kind of stand more on army side of the fence, not a hundred percent because I think I think there's some validity to what you're saying as well. So here's what I think: I think there are certain people who have the right to put that picture up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Kev, RDJ, anyone from the Marvel movies. Do you know what I mean? Ryan Reynolds. Those guys have the right to put the picture. Everyone has a right to put the picture up. Let me, fra- let me rephrase that. Anyone can put the picture up, and I don't think everyone that's doing it is shitty. So I need to clarify all that stuff. But I do understand what he's saying, that there are probably are people, even if it was in a roundabout way, were using that as a way to do some self-promotion. There has to be. I can't believe that everybody was being altruistic. A lot of them, probably, but not all of them. I didn't see any of it as being 
saw promotion. I didn't see it like, oh, yeah, Stan. I mean, because most of it is, a lot of it was just normal fucking people. There were celebrities that were doing it, but like. Right, and he was only talking about celebrities. He wasn't talking about guys like you and me. He had no problem with guys like you and me doing it. It was celebrities specifically he was calling out. I had more of a problem with Brie Larson's post. Which I forget what hers was, but I know there was some shit about that too. I don't remember what it was though. She didn't. She didn't post a photo with her and Stan. It just showed her looking really. I mean, look, it just looked like kind of a glamour shot, and she's like drinking a fucking like fruity cocktail, and she's got her sunglasses on, and like the sun's in the background, so she's like sort of backlit, and she looks cute, and she's wearing a nice clothes, and it just says "thinking of Stan." R.I.P. But it just looked kind of like. Look how hot I am, and oh, by the way, I'm thinking of Stanley. Yeah, but you don't I, I have know, more of a problem with that. But you don't know what her intention was. You don't know that that was her intention. I understand the point you're making, but it, you don't know what her intention was. I don't. I think she's just trying to look somber and in mourning. Here, I'm going to raise a glass to Stanley, but I would have preferred a photo of her and him, or not at all. That's the that's the alternative. Is that. In the same sense that Army Hammer said something that now he's got a lot of backlash for, in the same sense that Bill Maher got a lot of backlash for saying something, maybe, and I know the absolute fucking irony as a podcast uh, host, maybe some people should just not say anything. Yes, there are people who shouldn't say stuff. Like, you know, and, and, and maybe, like you said, the irony is maybe I don't have the right to say anything about Army or to defend him or chastise them you know like i just don't have it period like but i don't i don't really particularly give a shit that that's my whole thing is my my whole thing was at the moment i was like oh wow fuck you and then i was like you know what would i say anything any different probably not would i, I say just, let me put it this way if i had a photo of me and stanley i would have posted it right and and from the perspective of Army Hammer, I think you have more of a right than some of the celebrities. Some of them. Some of them do. Like I said, Kevin Kevin has a right. He absolutely has a right. I'm not even saying that because of how we feel about Kevin. I'm talking strictly based on his relationship with Stan. You know, he has a right to put that picture up. You know, Kevin Feige has I a right to put think, that picture I don't, up. I don't think there should be any rights or people without rights because, I mean, look, then, then by that logic, well, I mean... By that theory, someone who works for DC, maybe should they um, they uh, shouldn't put anything out because it's DC and Stanley was Marvel. But yeah, you no, still also appreciate it because they're putting something out. You're like, hey, we were against each other, but we still appreciate it. Yeah, DC wouldn't be Stanley did. DC wouldn't be here without Marvel, and vice versa. They needed each other to survive. Absolutely, no, no argument there. So. So do they have the right, even though they were competing against each other? I, I think so, more than someone who's never been in a Marvel movie or never worked on a comic book or been a part of that world. That's fair. Um, I, that's, that's my all. whole point, is it gets to weird, like, who has the right, who doesn't I, have the right. It's like, well... I, well, yeah, and there's just, that whole... It's morning a fucking dude. I, I guess that there were... I think there were probably people trying to... to capitalize on it and I think Army was just trying to point that out and I think he took some shit that he shouldn't have taken. That's kind of where my point lies from the beginning. I think the old, I think the irony is that he was complaining about people self-promoting over Stanley's death and that's essentially what the fuck he did. Yeah, but yeah. No, I get that, but the, 
the, the, the question when was last time anyone attention. talked about Army Hammer? True. No, I get it. So, yeah. um, but I, I was more pissed off about Bill Maher. First, yeah, I, I, I agree. I just don't want to talk about it for the simple fact that I, I love Bill's show and I'm a big fan, and I don't want to not be a fan anymore. So, but I agree with all of it in terms of I not with him, but I agree with you. Like he should have shut the fuck up and never said anything in the first place. And yeah, I just got a text. From Michael, oh shit! I'm going to a concert uh, next week. What are you going to? Nine Inch Nails. Oh, nice! I didn't think you were a Nails fan. I'm definitely. I mean, I would not have been a fan if it wasn't for Michael's influence when we were younger. But uh, you know, I definitely became a fan of Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson and um, a lot with uh, Corey Taylor and and. So um, not. And, and and um you know just a wide range of music I would never normally like listen to. Michael opened up my eyes about that. And Nine Inch Nails was definitely sort of the one of the uh, precursors to that. Right. So uh, to to see them to see them live would be fucking amazing. Cool. But I I was I thought the fucking uh, date was going to be in like January, but I guess Michael got the date wrong. And it's it's next week. I guess Which means next week. I might miss my dentist appointment. Okay. Um, speaking of next week, I don't, I don't know if it was supposed to be next week, but they did cancel that Babylon up there in Oakland. Yeah, I heard about that. that I sucks. don't know. I think it was, I don't know why, but I, don't, I wasn't going to be able to make it anyways. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I just know the last time you had to drive down to San Jose, so this would have been a little bit easier for you to get to. It would have been easier, but I just, um, isn't uh, Kevin's mom, isn't Grace in the hospital again? Uh, she just had hernia surgery, and as far as I know, she's already done. She might be out already, for all I know, but she's been through it already. That's her. So, um, anything else? We oh, I had a fucked up dream, and you all know right. when I have like fucked up dreams, they're always like story worthy. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you want to save that for the next one, or do you want to do you want to bring it out tonight? It's your call. Um, I'll tell it now because I don't think I'll all remember it. Okay. Oh, you had a. Aqua Velva story you wanted to tell us too. I don't know if you want to bring that up. So I don't know how much more oh, time you want to talk. Yeah. Uh, so Aqua Velva, that that's from a couple of weeks back. But um, I CJ is the one who could see me. You guys obviously can't see me, but I shaved my beard off, and now I'm getting my goatee back. I've got some stubble and, and some facial hair back. I look yeah. a little more like myself. Um, but I also was growing my hair out on my head, and I have. Like I'm, I have really thin hair in the front, and it's, I'm losing my hair. It looks fucking awful. So most of the time, I just shave my head, have a goatee or a beard. I I call it the reverse mullet. Yeah. So we've mentioned that before. Um, that is important to so that's important to mention. So I shaved my face, but I still had hair on my head. So it looked like I was just, you know, just a middle aged man with like male pattern baldness. It just looked really fucking weird. And I went to the bar around the corner from my house, the one that my friend Michael works at with Stephanie and Michael made this whole big thing. He's like, dude, go to the bartender and order an Aqua Velva. And that's sort of a joke because there's the movie Zodiac, uh, about the Zodiac killer. Right. And there's a scene where Jake Gyllenhaal is drinking an Aqua Velva and it's this big 
neon blue fucking fruity drink. And Robert Downey Jr.'s character is sitting with him. He's like, all right, this uh, cannot be ignored. What is this? And he's like, it's aqua If you tried it, you wouldn't make fun of it. And RDJ looks at it for like a good two seconds and then just like takes a gulp of it. And the next scene shows them with like four fucking glasses like on their table, like all tipped over. And <laughs> they're both just hammered. And so Michael and I, Michael forgets this, but Michael and I made aqua velvas at home one time when I was living with him. And they were fine. We also mixed it up. And basically what it is is, is gin and vodka, blue carousel, and uh, a splash of Sprite. And that does sound pretty good, actually. It's really fucking tasty. Like, what happens in the movie is what happens to everybody. I'm like, here, try it. They're like, oh, my God, that's actually really tasty. You would never want to get drunk on it because, like, you would it would be a really bad hangover. Yeah. But uh, so the whole point was Michael wanted me to get, like, pissed off the bartender. Who is a, he's a buddy of ours. You know, we, we know all the bartenders. So he just wanted me to go up to Frank and be like, Hey, Frank, can you uh, make me an aqua velvet? He's like, look at me like, what the fuck is an aqua? I can make you anything, but what the fuck is it? So I give him the fucking uh, ingredients and the and the, uh, in the directions. And he so he makes it, and he's just, like grumbling. He's like, I can't, Rico, you can't believe you're fucking drinking this nasty fucking thing. Hmm. And he puts it in a martini glass. So I'm just drinking this martini glass of blue liquid. Yeah. And I and I walked to Michael and Steph and uh Sam, Sam Lemon, who who did the uh pod uh askew theme. Yeah. Um and he says, You look like Gargamel drinking Smurf blood. <laughs> That's funny. Because my male hair baldness and my clean shaved face, yeah, yeah, I yeah. look like Gargamel. It was you one of the did. funniest fucking things I've ever it was I was like, I didn't care it was a joke at my expense. I was like, That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was that is pretty brilliant. You know what? That drink sounds, in terms of complexity and nobody knowing what it is, it sounds like a black tooth grin. It's, I mean, it's different. It's a different drink, but it's in terms of like the obscurity of it. it sounds like a black tooth yeah. grin. Well, you know Michael and I, we we branch off in it. We like add other shit. So like because it's it's called an aqua velva, we start calling them aqua vulvas. As a joke, because we're like yeah. we're like twenty two years old, and we're like, hey, hey, it's Acrovolva, and then we had like grenadine, and we like put some of that in it, and it sort of became like like a Purple. drop of red, and we're like, oh, it's a bloody Acrovolva, it's gonna we're, we're, we call I call them cherry poppers. Oh my <laughs> Jesus! I was like, it's like it's like it's like, a, it's like my first time drinking a it's like, and then it got really yeah, gross. Stop. And I don't understand. I don't understand how Michael fucking doesn't remember that shit, but that's okay. Um. You want to know what's so in my, the black tooth grin? Yes. It's um, it's two parts Seagram Seven, one part Crown, and a splash of Coke. I think that could be an acquired taste. I, I, I mean, I'm all for trying every type of alcohol and every type I, of mixed drink. I mean, there's some I'm gonna be like, that is god awful. Um, I tried. I tried to every December eighth to drink at least one of them. Because that's the day, because Dime, Dimebag Daryl from Pantera, who we've talked about on a previous episode, he's the one that invented the drink. So on the anniversary right. of his death every year, I try to tip a Blacktooth grin back, just to like, hey. Well, I know what you're drinking in a month. Month? It's like next week. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm. So, I doubt I'll. You know I doubt I'll do it. But that was like, I saw a meme that was basically just discovered this whole thing, like. Uh, 2018, like January of 2018, lasted four years. October fucking breezed by, 
uh, in like two weeks. Yep. And then November was just a blink of the eye. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. So a couple times on the on the show, I have like talked about fucked up dreams. One of the fucked up dreams basically was my idea for a Halloween movie. That's this this dream was not that like intricate or or well fucking thought out. It was just weird. And what it was was sort of like it's sort of a metaphor for my dad in a okay. weird way. And I could talk about this because he's never gonna listen to this. <laughs> Um, my dad is the type of guy who like, like he is the landlord here. So when we have a leak, I hold him responsible, but he's like, well, take care of it. Do it yourself. And, uh, and he, uh, we, how do I so the dream was we had a rat problem in, in the room that Steph and I live in, which is not untrue. We have had, because there's like a hole in the outside wall right. and, and rats can fucking, fit yeah. through a hole that's the size of a dime. So um, I have had over the years of occasional rat problem. Like they're not in my bed and shit, but like, you know, whatever. So the logic goes like, dad, we got rats in the fucking room and mice. What do we do? And my father's logic in the dream or the, it wasn't a nightmare, but it wasn't a dream either was like, all right, well, I'll just put some snakes in your room. Oh God, you'd lose me right there. I'd fucking yeah, move right? out. I, yeah, I, I, I'm not like fond of them either. So no, I'm so he's like, definitely I'll, afraid. I'll put snakes. So he puts like gar- uh, garter snakes, which is also connected to my father, which I could actually end the episode on a really fucking better story, but I'll get to that. Okay. Um, if talking about snakes freaks you out, then you're not going to like it. Yeah, well, yeah, let's not do that then. Just yeah. end with the dream. So the dream is my dad goes and puts snakes in our room. And Steph and I are both like, like, Dad, what the fuck? Like, you, this is this is how you solve it? He's like, Well, just get used to them. Just walk over them. If you don't bother, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. And like somehow this is just the logic of, of my father. So we're like tiptoeing around snakes. We got a cat and a dog. They're both kind of like dealing with the fact that we have snakes on our on our floor, under the bed, blah, blah, blah to try and get rid of the rat problem. And then my dad said, ah, oh, well, it's not really working. So here, I'll just put a rattlesnake there. Okay. And he puts like a baby rattlesnake, which for those who don't know, a baby rattlesnake is more dangerous than a full adult rattlesnake because one, they don't have a rattle. So you can't even fucking hear them. Two, they have no uh, control of their venom. So they actually unleash all their venom when they bite you, whereas an adult just puts out a little bit. Are we getting to a point where there's no snakes, Rico? Because you're, I'm already kind of unnerved. <laughs> I'm, I'm. It's almost done. Okay. So the, then the dream f- switches to where I see Dino swatting at the rattlesnake, and the rattlesnake just biting him, and he's like, still like, "Ow, that hurt." And he's kind of obviously getting groggy, but he's still slapping the shit out of it. And I go and tell my dad, I'm like, dad, this fucking rattlesnake that you put in my room to get rid of fucking rats because the garter snakes are fucking working is now eating my cat. And my dad's like, ah, oh, well, let me just take care of it. Picks up the rattlesnake. It bites him. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is a problem now. So the whole metaphor is my dad comes up with an idea to fix a problem 
that really could just be fixed by, I don't know, boarding up the fucking wall. And calling an they exterminator. <laughs> calling an exterminator or something. And then he puts in a bigger problem that we have to just work around and deal with and accept. And then he says, oh, well, that didn't work. Let me add more to the shit. Put something else down. Then that attacks us personally. And he still do- it still doesn't matter to him. But when he picks it up and it bites him, he's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, this is a problem. And then he just calls an exterminator. And that was my fucking dream. And, and really, my dad's really not like that. Like, my dad would never do that. Right. But, like, it's, it is some, there is some truth a little bit to that. So, I don't know. It was just a weird dream. And I, you know, I don't know why I have, like, the most vivid, fucked up dreams where I just wake up and I'm, like, want to punch my own brain and be like, why do you do this to me? <laughs> On that note, yeah, I'm Richard I think and Giorgio. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Stephanie here with a few thank yous and FYIs on how you can get in touch with and follow Podescue. Oh, yeah. And the guys. Let's start with a huge shout out thanks to Dubbed in English for the opening theme music, 96 Reasons. If you're trying to find them online, they've dropped off the face of the earth. (laughs) Just kidding. But no, really, their music is offline now. So send an email request to podescue at gmail.com or CJ's Twitter handle at M underscore blade. And he'll throw you a copy of the full song and or the whole EP, Plan 9. Also, let's give a big thanks to Samuel Lemons for our closing music theme, Askew. I encourage you to discover more of Samuel's masterfully manipulated rhythms on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. I don't know how you're listening to this now, but you can find other Podeskew episodes in several places, starting with iTunes and Stitcher, where a quick high star rating from you goes a long way in helping us hit the top of the charts or you may prefer google play music don't want to be strapped down by an app then find us on podcast search engine listen notes type in p-o-d-a-s-k-e-w yes that's all one word into any of the aforementioned searches and podescue will pop right up on whatever screen you're using and of course there's our founding site that started it all podcast garden at www.podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash By the by, if you're looking to host your own show, Podcast Garden is the ideal place for all your podcast hosting needs at a very affordable price. Now, if you want to agree with or yell at the guys directly, follow them and the show on Twitter. For the show, at podaskew. For Rico, at rantsrico. And again, CJ is at m underscore blade. Finally, Let's not forget our biggest thank you is to you for listening, subscribing, rating on iTunes and Stitcher, and promoting our show by being our fans. CJ and Rico truly appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Hey, Rico. We're out of pumpkin pie. Better than grinding all night for your side hustle? 
is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.